it's up here. Greetings, welcome. Thank you for coming to our Good Friday service this year. It's always great to uh, kind of see who's going to come in from the community and who's going to come from the church on this busy uh, weekend. And we are very thankful that you're here to celebrate this uh, with us again. If you've never been to a Good Friday service, uh, basically, not basically, what it is is a uh, meditation on the crucifixion of Christ. We'll be reading the, the uh, readings describing the crucifixion out of the book of Matthew. And uh, we will be taking communion tonight. Uh, we don't always do that, but I felt like it was a good night to do that. Honestly, um, I just feel like we've had enough sadness over the last three years. So this is not going to be... Some, sometimes we get real somber and kind of leave here crying, but um, not tonight. We're going to do more to really focus on uh, the love that Christ has shown us and the links that His love would go to uh, to save us. So... That is what you are in, uh, in store for, and I hope that's what you came for. Please stand for the reading of God's Word from Isaiah chapter 53. This is our call to worship this morning. Surely He has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed Him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. And upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And by his wounds we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray and gone to our own way. And the Lord has laid upon him the iniquity of us all. Please pray with me. Now, Father in heaven, we thank you for providing that sheep. The sheep that Isaac asked where it was. The lamb that the priests were ordered to find. The lamb without blemish and without flaw. Who took away our sins. Who took away our fear, took away our guilt who bridged the gap between you and us so that we would not have to live in shame, but we could live knowing that we are delighted in by our Father. And Father, we pray that you would come. We pray you would send your Holy Spirit to fill us. We pray that any who doubt your love for them would be convinced. We pray that any who have strayed away from your love for them would be convicted. We pray that the saints would be built up and the unbelievers would be changed forever. By the word power of your word, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. I'll be reading Matthew chapter 26, verses 36 through 46, a text which describes Jesus praying in the Garden of Gethsemane. Then Jesus went with them to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, Sit here while I go over there and pray. And taking with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul was very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch with me. And going a little further, he fell on his face and prayed, saying, My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. And he came to the disciples and found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, So, could you not watch with me one hour? The Spirit is willing. Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The Spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. 
Again, for the second time, he went away and prayed, My father, if this cup cannot pass unless I drink it, your will be done. And again, he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy. So leaving them again, he went away and prayed for the third time, saying the same words again. Then he came to the disciples and said to them, Sleep and take your rest later on. See, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. Sing.
from Matthew 26. While he was still speaking, Judas came, one of the twelve, and with him a great crowd with swords and club from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now the betrayer had given him a sign, saying, The one I kiss is the man. Seize him. And coming up to Jesus at once, Greetings, Rabbi. And he kissed him. The Lord said to him, Friend, do what you have come to do. They came and laid hands on him and seized him. But behold, one of those who were with Jesus stretched out his hand and drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. Then Jesus said, Put the sword back in its place, for all who take the sword will perish by the sword. Do you think I could not appeal to my father and his will and, and he will at once send me more than twelve legions of angels? But how then should the scripture be fulfilled? That must be that it must be so. At that hour, Jesus said to the crowd, Have you not come out against me as a robber, with swords and clubs to capture me? Day after day, I sat in the temple teaching. You did not seize me. But all this has taken place that the scripture of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples left him and fled. Please stand. Thine eyes 
Matthew 26, 57 through 68. Then those who had seized Jesus led him to Caiaphas, the high priest, where the scribes and the elders had gathered. And Peter was following him at a distance, as far as the courtyard of the high priest. And going inside, he sat with the guards to see the end. Now the chief priests and the whole council were seeking false testimony against Jesus that they might put him to death. But they found none, though many false witnesses came forward. At last, two came forward and said, This man has said, I am able to destroy the temple of God and to rebuild it in three days. And the high priest stood up and said, Have you no answer to make? What is it that these men testify against you? But Jesus remained silent. And the high priest said to him, I adjure you by the living God, tell us if you are the Christ, the Son of God. Jesus said to him, You have said so, but I tell you, from now on you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power and coming on the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his robes and said, He has uttered blasphemy. What further witnesses do we need? You have now heard his blasphemy. What is your judgment? They answered, He deserves death. Then they spit in his face and struck him. And some slapped him, saying, Prophesy to us, you Christ, who is it that struck you? Please stand and sing. Spirit, 
narrative, Matthew tells a side story about one of Jesus' disciples who was courageous enough to come near to him, but not courageous enough to identify himself with him. Matthew 26, now Peter was sitting outside in the courtyard, and a servant girl came up to him and said, you also were with Jesus the Galilean. But he denied it before them all, saying, I do not know what you mean. And when he went out to the entrance, another servant girl saw him. And she said to the bystanders, This man was with Jesus of Nazareth. And again he denied it with an oath, I do not know the man. After a little while, the bystanders came up and said to Peter, Certainly you too are one of them, for your accent betrays you. Then he began to invoke a curse on himself and to swear, I do not know the man. And immediately the rooster crowed. And Peter remembered the saying of Jesus, Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. And he went out and wept bitterly. Every one of us, before we became disciples of Jesus, and even after we became disciples of Jesus, have betrayed him through our sin, through our rebellion, through the way that, ways that we have treated uh, the image of God in other people. Jesus died for Peter to restore him and forgive him. He also has died for us to restore us and forgive us. And the Lord's Supper is a picture of that. Jesus said, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. After the supper, he also took a cup. He said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. As often as you eat this bread and you drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he returns. So we want to invite you to come and to take communion with us tonight. We have... Uh, four tables in each corner of the sanctuary, and the way we do this is uh, we call this family style, so just gather around in groups, probably 10, about 12 to 15 people or so. Uh, you don't have to go right away. There'll be plenty of time. Um, there'll probably be two waves of people, and that's fine. We do this. It's a little chaotic. It's fine. And uh, for River Oaks folks, we're going back to the way we used to do communion pre-COVID with the glasses. Uh, So uh, you'll be served by an elder and their helper and then hold on to the elements and uh, the whole group will take together. And so we'll take our time with this. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ, please come to the table and celebrate with us. Uh, still COVID, the, we have plastic cups on the back two tables if you're still not sure you want to share germs with these people. Please come to the table.
27, 
uh, verses 11 through 26. This is Jesus before Pontius Pilate. Now Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus said, You have said so. But when he was accused by the chief priests and the elders, he gave no answer. Then Pilate said to him, Do you not hear the many things they have testified against you? But he gave him no answer, not to even a single charge, so that the governor was greatly amazed. Now at the feast, the governor was accustomed to release for the crowd any one prisoner whom they wanted. And they had then a notorious prisoner named Barabbas. So when they had gathered, Pilate said to them, Whom do you want me to release to you? Barabbas or Jesus, who is called Christ? For he knew that it was out of envy that they had delivered him up. Besides, while he was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife sent word to him, Have nothing to do with that righteous man, for I have suffered much today on account of him in a dream. Now the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas and destroy Jesus. The governor again said to them, Which of the two do you want me to release for you? And they said, Barabbas. Pilate said to them, Then what shall I do with Jesus, who is called Christ? And they all said, Let him be crucified. And he said, Why? What evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, Let him be crucified. So when Pilate saw that he was gaining nothing, but rather that a riot was beginning, he took the water and washed his hands before the crowd, saying, I am innocent of this man's blood. See to it yourselves. And all the people answered, His blood be on us and on our children. Then he released to them Barabbas, and having scourged Jesus, delivered him up to be crucified. Please stand, worship with us.
I'll be reading Matthew 27, 27 through 54. Please be seated. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the governor's headquarters, and they gathered the whole battalion before him. And they stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him. And twisting together a crown of thorns, they put it on his head and put a reed in his right hand. And kneeling before him, they mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. And they spit on him and took the reed and struck, it, struck him on the, ha- on the head. And when they had mocked him, they stripped him of the robe and put his own clothes on him and led him away to crucify him. As they went out, they found a man of Cyrene, Simon by name. They compelled this man to carry his cross. And when they came to a place called Golgotha, which means place of the skull, they offered him wine to drink mixed with gall. But when he tasted it, he would not drink it. And when they had crucified him, they divided his garments among them by casting lots. Then they sat down and kept watch over him there. And over his head they put the charge against him, which read, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Then two robbers were crucified with him, one on the right and one on the left. And those who passed by derided him, wagging their heads and saying, You who would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself. If you're the Son of God, come down from the cross. So also the chief priests with the scribes and elders mocked him, saying, He saved others. He cannot save himself. He's the King of Israel. Let him come down now from the cross, and we will believe in him. He trusts in God. Let God deliver him now, if he desires him. For he has said, I am the Son of God. And the robbers who were crucified with him also reviled him in the same way. Please stand and worship with us.
seated. Now, from the sixth hour, there was darkness over all the land until the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lima sabachthani, which that is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And some of the bystanders hearing it said, this man is calling Elijah. And one of them at once ran and took a sponge and filled it with sour wine, and he put it on a reed and gave it to him to drink. But the other said, wait, let's see whether Elijah will come to save him. And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. And behold, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And the earth shook and the rocks were split and the tombs also were opened. And many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. And coming out of the tombs after his resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many. When the centurion and those who were with him, keeping watch over Jesus, saw the earthquake and what took place, they were filled with awe and said, Truly, this was the Son of God. We're going to remain seated for this song, and then after it, I will give you a moment of silence before dismissing you in prayer.
gave us the light that has shone in the darkness, and the darkness could not overcome it. We pray, Lord, that you would restore that light in our souls. Remind us that Jesus' death, while tragic, was intentional. It was for us. Amen. And now may the God of all grace fill you with all joy and all hope as you go on believing that by the power of the Holy Spirit you might overflow with hope. Amen.